0: Welcome to Next Level Leadership, Oklahoma Leaders Unplugged, the podcast that takes you on a transformative journey into the heart of leadership excellence. I'm your host, Lisa White, Workforce Development Training Specialist at Autry Tech. Together, we'll explore the strategies, insights, and stories that propel leaders to new heights. Whether you're a seasoned executive or an emerging leader, this podcast is your go to resource for unlocking the secrets to reaching that elusive next level. Join us as we engage in thought-provoking conversations with industry titans, thought leaders, and experts who have mastered the art of leadership. Get ready to elevate your leadership game and embark on a path to unparalleled success. Welcome to the future of leadership. Welcome to Next Level Leadership, Oklahoma Leaders Unplugged. So we are super excited to have Dr. Marcy Mack as part of our Very first podcast here at Autry Tech, so um, welcome, Marcy. Thank you. I'm just going to give a quick brief overview of your... (laughs) Kind of career to date. So she's worked in several segments of economic development for almost 30 years. So recently served as the director of talent acquisition at Mid America Industrial Park in Pryor. And she was the state director for Oklahoma Career Tech and then previously was an assistant superintendent here at Autry. So we're really excited to have you in the house today, Marcy. I've got a few questions. Um, I'm, I'm really excited that you're a strengths finder lover as yes. well. So um, we get to to talk about that, which is really really great. So, I'd love to. My first question is probably when did you first hear about Clifton Strengths and
1: kind of what impact did it have on you? So, the opportunity to first utilize the Clifton Strengths was when I uh, did work for the Oklahoma Department of Career and Technology Education. So, that was one of the tools that we utilized as we were bringing on staff and doing professional development. It is the tool that we utilize to see how we could best build our teams, what resources did our teams need to be successful, and um, how could we best support them, not only for their professional growth, but also their personal growth um, and carrying that forward. So that's, that's when I first had an opportunity to really dive into it and utilize many of the facets uh, that come with it.
0: Okay. I love that. So tell me about your top five and what you, how that kind of really developed and what you thought about it when you you first
1: got your your assessment. So uh, when I first got my assessment and the top five that I have, I kind of looked at them and I was like, oh, okay, well, let me, let me figure out what that is. And my top one is learner. So of course my question would be, okay, let me learn about and figure out more about strength finders and how I use it. So, um, Many of the facets and what it looks like for strength finders in reading through the characteristics and things that are important uh, resonated very well with me. And the piece that I like most about strength finders is looking at the team that I have had the opportunity to work with and finding their strengths and then what helps them be successful? How can I best support them in their work? I think for me, that was probably um, most beneficial, um, especially with learner being at the top and that responsibility piece that falls in there. And then the data. So analytical is (laughs) one of the components that I love. And uh, everybody was like, oh, well, yeah, we know the data has to be in there somewhere. So um, yeah, it it was um, just a good overview of why I may approach certain things, yep. and then also an eye-opener to where uh, for individuals on teams, on projects, mm-hmm. and things like that, uh, who, can, who can best fit yeah. for various projects. I think for me that was probably a, a big component um, that helped in using string finders.
0: Excellent. I absolutely love that. Um, so can you share your journey as a leader and kind of how you've utilized that skill set so far in your journey? So whether that
1: was career tech, whether that was when you were in prior or what you're doing now. Yes. Uh, so my journey, uh, very fortunate. I, I knew I wanted to be in education. So that that is uh, what my first degree in is the opportunity mm-hmm. to be business education, uh, career tech certified and I was very fortunate to be able to start at Autry. Uh, my journey started here in support staff role for business and industry services. And then there became an opportunity open in information technology. So I was able to move into that space. And then the teaching position came open. I was able to move into that space and then on into administration. And when I look back at that and looking at my strengths of being a learner. I love to be able to have a work environment where there's something new that I can be challenged with, something new that I can learn. Achiever is also uh, one of my strengths, and so just being able to continue to push the envelope personally for myself is, um, when I look back at where I'm at in my career in those uh opportunities I've been given, that is what feeds me. That is what helps me uh, go forward. And then had the opportunity to, after I was here at Autry for almost 20 years, uh, going to the state level and serving as (laughs) chief of staff there. When I started, six months after that, I was interim state director. And then six months after that, I had a chance to be the state director for uh, close to seven years. And so uh, I had Close to 10 years at, at the state level, um, meeting with a lot of different people, a lot of uh, programmatic, but also connecting with individuals with substantial leadership experience and learning from theirs. Again, that, that learning piece and how can I uh, continue to improve myself. I was just very blessed with a, a lot of mentors and the ability to um, connect with them, and then having the chance to go to Mid America to be the director of talent acquisition and development provided me uh, not that hundred percent education focus. Um, and being in career tech, it's always about business and industry services. But uh, to take a different focus at an industrial park, what that looks like, uh, working with. Um, Frontline with exceptional individuals with a lot of different backgrounds yeah. and being able to move that forward. And now in my role here um, in economic development with Regional Development Alliance. So it's just uh, being able to take on that new responsibility, being able to uh, continue to learn um, how to best serve the community, how to best serve uh, the individuals that I get to work with. Uh, those, are, those are the things on my journey that uh, keep me going. Oh my goodness.
0: I love that. I love that. So do you think you pull your learner as the key theme that you're currently using for your current role? Do you think that's the one that really stands out?
1: I, and I was evaluating that. I think in my current role, I get the opportunity to probably all of learner does come to the top, but the analytical piece comes into that as well because all of the various things that we get to do in economic development, some of them are a calculated risk, some of them to be able to get to that step, we have to have those fundamental understanding so that What's backing up that thought process? How do we know that this is going to be a good investment? What is that return to uh, the board, to the community, uh, to those who have invested into it? So that analytical piece gets to come into that as well. And then making sure that we're delivering. So at the end of the day, that responsibility achiever, uh, we have specific things that we need to make sure that we're moving forward uh, for our region. Uh, that that uh, we've been tasked with, so making sure that we're doing that and then garnering input. Yes. <laughs> so garnering yeah. that input from the stakeholders and and moving that forward. So I get to see many facets of my top five that mm-hmm. I get to employ on a daily basis and um, also finding individuals who have some of those top characteristics Um and, and pulling them into the mix that, that may not be in my top five, finding those individuals in the community and making sure uh, that, uh, that I uh, bring them to the table and, and that we can make things happen. So well,
0: That collaboration is so great. And uh, I think it's the way huge. to move forward. So, yes. you know, we, we can't do everything ourselves. No. So, um, no. Which is great. So how do you balance that need for innovation and risk taking um, with this new role?
1: So that's a great question, and it varies by project to project on that risk and, and how can we guarantee somewhat of a return and where that's at. Mm-hmm. And, again, uh, you know, historical data of what that looks like, where we are in the cur- current climate, being able to pull in um, various perspectives, I think that's kind of how we balance it. Um, and knowing that there are going to be certain areas that we can be uh, more risk Um, taking in that step versus um, impact potential areas that uh, need to see a return and those particular things are risk. We may not be able to be out there on the edge um, as far as we need to be. So again, comes back to stakeholders, what that project might be. Um, Is it a short-term risk? Is it a long-term risk? Uh, Calculating out those timelines. So uh, each project, varies a little bit but I do love researching those pieces and uh, making sure that that we move them forward that um, I I think in my top five you know the analytical looking at the research and everything but instead of just hanging out in research phase having achiever and responsibility helps to get to the end game so uh, is is kind of where I see see those so And when you have those themed dynamics and you
0: partner them up, I think that's really, really great. Um, So how do you stay adaptable and resilient in the face of an ever-changing market? And when we look at Enid today, oh, my goodness, it's it's growing. It's a fantastic place to be and a fantastic place to set up a business. So um, how do you stay focused?
1: So I think um – one of the things in being able to multitask, uh, making sure that staying focused, uh, for me coming back to making sure we have processes in place that mm-hmm. as we have projects come up, there's a certain point um, I have an exceptional team. They have other strengths they bring to the table. Um, and so making sure that we delegate in various areas, all of them have a specific Um, ways that they can help move things forward and if there are from our standpoint if there are individuals in the community that that is actually their sweet spot to lead then we make sure that we're taking that supportive role to help them get there so that they know we're a part of the team Uh, we want to be here to support them because that is their sweet spot that's what they do but know that that we're here for them and can bring certain things to the table if they need us to. And then the other parts where we need to take the lead and then we need to go make sure that we're out there finding uh, the support mechanisms to help us all get to the end game. So just being able to manage those tasks Mm -hmm. and making sure that we are keeping things moving forward because in economic development, um, it's, it is not the same thing every day. And that is what I love. Uh, there are, can be an opportunity that pops up and you have a short period of time to be able to respond and have a efficient, effective communication tool in place. Um, all those facets make a difference. Oh, my so. goodness, yes. Have you got any words of wisdom or maybe valuable lessons that
0: you could impart to um, maybe a new or leader that's stepping into a leadership role for the first time? Is there anything that, that you would like to maybe from your learner or from your top five that you would like to impart or
1: words of wisdom, really? I think from my standpoint, for anybody, whether they're a new uh, leader stepping into a role or someone who has been in a leadership role for many years, it's finding that network, finding that support mechanism uh, of individuals that do provide you that that feedback, feedback, Straightforward feedback, positive feedback, um, and have different characteristics from, um, you know, the leadership style. Different things that you have that they can provide those different perspectives. Because when you're working in a team, or if it's one to two people to ten, there are different personalities, different ways that um, we can support each other um, and get a very positive outcome in things build those teams so network for me I think is is top of the list of finding individuals mentors uh, connections that can help you continue to learn I know learner I try to you know (laughs) but just that continually striving to I I have to evaluate okay this is how this one turned out um How could it have been better? What parts can we improve on? These parts worked really well here, so uh, this part not so good. How could I make that better next time? Just just having that network and support uh, that can help you talk through that process.
0: Excellent. You've got a great strong board for that as well, which is fantastic. Um, for me, I know um, in my various leadership roles, having a mentor um, was was key to me, and that made a big difference
1: to to my growth. Did you have somebody like that um, in your journey? I, I have been very fortunate to have multiple mentors uh, through the process. Uh, some on a on a personal level, others professional, um, some combination. So I I have been very fortunate to have mentors um, at. At various levels some with more that may fall more in the data area and how do you look at that and then others more in the professional that had multiple years of experience in leadership and working with various people and and how you approach that Uh, what are best ways to to work through uh, potentially some of the conflicts that may arise and how do you get on the other side of that and make sure that um, you are moving things forward so
0: and what advice would you give to an aspiring leader for finding a mentor? So I know you've
1: mentioned networking before, you know, how did you find your mentors? Um, I was very fortunate in finding uh, mentors. My first mentors um, came from education, individuals that I had an opportunity to have as instructors. Uh, they were mentors not only through my college career, but as I Went on into the professional career, I could always uh, count on them to provide uh, feedback. I, it was safe to have a conversation mm-hmm. with them. You know, how do I address this, those particular things? So, those individuals, when looking for a mentor, it's those individuals you can sit down and have a conversation with. And it's a um, opportunity not for them to just shake their head and agree with you all the time that is not the type of mentor that that I've looked for it's someone who can look at you and have that conversation to go okay so you approached it this way potentially maybe you could approach it this way or if you look at it from this person's perspective this may be how they interpreted it or this is um, potentially how that could um, sway this situation so I look for those people who are not will not uh, afraid to have that uh, conversation or have that, um, you know, sit down. Let's let's walk through this. We're going to weigh it both ways and talk through it and figure out how we get to the other side. So those are the mentors. Those are the people that I look for, um, not those that um, just want to, to be there to have uh, to support, but also the ones who will sit down and have that active conversation about, okay, this is a situation. How do we make sure that we get the team where we need to go? And what does that look like?
0: Excellent. I love that. I absolutely love that. And um, how would you advise somebody to look for a mentor? If somebody's looking
1: for somebody, um, what would be good advice, do you think? So if there's a specific profession, if individuals are in depending on what background they have, what mm-hmm. profession they're in. I wouldn't say to always just stay within that sector. If you see individuals that are actively engaged in the community or um, a part of various things that are of interest to you, whether they're engaged on a nonprofit board or you see that they're doing various activities, you know, uh, choose one of those networking opportunities to connect with them. Um Go by and say, "Hey, you know, I'm thinking of doing some work in this area. You know what? What advice would you have, or you know, what are some of the experiences you have with this? Um, But then, uh, you know, finding someone in the same career field can be beneficial as well. Just depending on what um, are you looking to progress in that? Are you wanting um, someone to help you through a current situation? For me, it would just depend in that area. I was fortunate to have." Mentors in the IT sector, because that is one of my uh, areas. I had individuals in the education. I have mentors in the economic development area. So it um, just kind of depends on um, which area of interest that, that they have. So, And Excellent. the more mentors and touch points that you can have, <laughs> there is nothing wrong with that. that. That just helps build that network and, and that base uh, so that we all grow that i think that's the best advice yeah
0: yeah definitely i love that um can you maybe share some valuable lessons you've learned along the way um whether that was kind of mistakes or just learnings i always like to think that that we fall forward you know so we're always learning you've got learner learners my number six
1: um so yeah do you have any valuable lessons that you can share Probably the biggest one, and not to be cliche or anything along that line, from every potential failure or project that didn't go as planned, there is always something to learn from that. And not because I have learner at the top, but it is, there's going to be failures in every piece. There's going to be projects that don't come out exactly as that initial vision Mm -hmm. was, but utilize those as a stepping stone to get to the next. Take the parts that worked really well. Those parts that didn't, evaluate those. It's okay. Um, it's it's part of the process. If everybody was successful <laughs> in everything they did, yeah, life would be easy and everybody be doing everything. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah. And, and one of my favorite sayings is. If things were easy, everybody would be doing that specific job or Mm -hmm. those particular things. So no matter at what level you're at, um, what work you're doing in an organization, there are going to be things that may not go the way that people want them to. Um, Don't beat yourself up about it. Learn from it. Take the good parts. Continue those, the ones that didn't work so well build off of those and improve the next time and and continue to go that uh, opportunity for improvement is uh, one of the things (laughs) some of my staff I've worked with in the past I even have a t-shirt that has OFI on it that says (laughs) opportunity for improvement Uh, but you know as an individual I have that every day Um, teams they have that every day and and uh, don't don't let those failures define how you're going to continue on in in work. Uh, utilize those, build on them, uh, use them as a stepping stone and, and continue to gr- do great things.
0: That's so very important, Marcy, and that's great advice. I think as you, um, as we close the interview out, I'd love to hear just a little bit more with regards to um, kind of your your passion for ERDA and what does the next year look like for you? What
1: does the next five years look like? So if you'd be kind enough to share, that would be great. Sure. Uh, getting to work at ENA Regional Development Alliance for me actually brings together multiple facets of my career, so workforce. In economic development, there's multiple facets to that, making sure we're taking care of our current businesses, making sure we're uh, recruiting businesses, and all of those tie into workforce connection into the community, so I've been blessed to uh, be here in the Enoch community well, well over 30 years um, and engaged um, in northwest Oklahoma, the majority of my life. And so being able to be back into the community and give back and work with people who have been very inspirational in my career journey uh, provided me much insight. Now to be back and be able to pro- provide back to community, uh, it, it is very rewarding uh, for me. And so what we hope to do in the next year five years, if we could plan economic development out five years, Lisa, we could coin that. (laughs) And you know, we might be able to retire off of that. But um we make plans, but you know, you gotta be adaptable as well. But in the next year, uh what we're hoping to do uh and focused on in in a regional development alliance is making sure that we're connecting with our current businesses, that they know that we're here to support them. Um and if they have, if there's any issues that they're facing, how can we help? Uh, can we connect them with resources? Uh- Can we support them in various ways? That business retention and expansion, sweet spot for any economic developer is making sure that we're keeping our businesses that are already a part of our community here and healthy. Mm -hmm. And so that's uh, top of our chart. And then we also are working on to recruit businesses here, making sure that they know the great things that the Enid community has to offer. And with that, not only recruiting the businesses is we also want to recruit that talent. Um, Our businesses that are here, how do we help get them the talent they need to be successful? And then if we're going to bring in new businesses, that has to be a part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. And we also need to support the organizations within our community who focus on quality of life. So making sure that we're supporting the, the nonprofits, the, you know, Main Street, the city of Enid, county government, all of those pieces that work every day to make sure that we have uh, quality of life issues, we need to make sure that we're supporting them um, and because that feeds into it. You don't get a company to expand here or grow here if Mm -hmm. people don't have the things that they're looking for uh, to want to stay here. So it is a multifaceted approach that we have, but we want to make sure individuals know that Enid Regional Development Alliance is here to support not only Enid but our region uh, that we get to support uh, the communities that support Enid we want to know make sure that they know we're here and we are a resource Um, if we are not the conduit if we are not the person that can absolutely help them with that we want to be the conduit to connect them to that resource so um, that's what we're going to be working on uh, in the next year and then continue to do that and then hopefully be able to garner and attach things and continue to carry that forward for many years to come.
0: That's fantastic. It's been a pleasure chatting with you today, Marcy. Your insights have been phenomenal and I know are going to go on to help other leaders within the community as well. So thank you so much for your time today.
1: Well, thank you for this opportunity to to have conversation with you. And I can't wait to listen to some of the other podcasts because I know I'll learn something from what they have. And so uh, thank you for this opportunity and allowing me to also talk about ENA Regional Development Alliance uh, because it is very important to our region and we do have an exceptional board uh, that is ingrained in the community so uh, we appreciate that time
0: we appreciate all you do for our community thank you thank you thank you for joining us on this episode of next level leadership oklahoma leaders unplugged with your host lisa white workforce development specialist at Autry tech we delved into the dynamic realm of leadership uncovering invaluable insights and strategies from our guest experts As we conclude this episode, remember that the journey to leadership excellence is ongoing. If you found inspiration and practical takeaways, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review the podcast. Your feedback fuels our mission to bring you top-notch content that empowers you on your leadership journey. Connect with us on social media to stay updated on upcoming episodes and exclusive content. Keep aspiring to reach that next level. And remember, your leadership potential knows no bounds. Thank you for being part of the Next Level Leadership, Oklahoma Leaders Unplugged community. Until next time, lead with purpose, lead with passion, and continue to elevate your leadership to new heights.